each group. Um, that's working out to be about 12 groups. Um, but we really need you to come forward if you weren't part of a community group last year, so we don't know you, um, and you'd like to join a table community. Um, so first step, we'll kind of draft some groups up, but then we will go to your old community group leaders, and, so, and then we'll go to you. So you will hear from us. You have complete freedom of movement. You're not being pushed or allocated. Um, it, we'll just make some sort of suggestions um, where we think the groups might work well. Um, so you'll hear from us in the next couple of weeks on that. Um, yeah, but for now, we're going to talk about mutual discipleship. Last week, we looked at meaningful relationships. We considered how we, we might prioritise our spiritual friendships and, and let God into those and how that's for our good. Um, this week, we're exploring mutual discipleship, and it'll be a similar format to last week. So um, I'll just share some thoughts, um, put some questions on the board, and then we'll break into groups. So if we can head to the first slide, um, this is a table community. All these happy people at a table. Probably happy because they each get half a baguette each. And everyone loves bread, even people who can't eat it. Um, but first, how about we define the term? So mutual discipleship. Um, um, well, I could be wrong, but I believe it is an old, old wooden ship. That was used during the Civil War era. Anyway, that was a brief Anchorman reference. <laughs> um, I heard the term ship and thought, let's make it a ship. Anyway, hopefully that's the only lead balloon that happens today. <laughs> um, so disciples, what is a disciple? If you're here today as a Christian and you believe the words of Jesus, then you're a disciple. So it means you're a lifelong learner and follower and student of Jesus. Um, it means that not only do we believe what he says, but we also want to understand God better and we want to be like him and have our lives shaped by him. In table communities, we have the opportunity to, to do this together, to live this out. So we get to be disciples together, learning about Jesus, digging into his word, working through discussion questions and doing things that disciples do, um, and we also have the opportunity to disciple one another as we pray for each other, share testimonies, challenge each other, give feedback, and also encourage each other to keep our eyes on Jesus um, through life's ups and downs. So the first one is a disciple. It's like a noun. Then we also disciple, like the verb, disciple one another. Um, in terms of what it will feel like, a table community will, will feel pretty similar to a community group in many ways, um, but one of the key differences will be that kind of group dynamic. Instead of the same person or the same couple leading and initiating each week, the responsibility will be shared among the group. Um, so like practically, this might just look like kind of taking turns. So maybe one person leads, the, a different person leads a discussion each week and cooks the meals, and many of you were doing that last year anyway. Um, but we're also really looking forward to this mutual discipleship sort of increasing, um, where we further step into those roles of encouraging and spurring one another on to be more like Jesus. We'll also take more responsibility for each other. So maybe we'll be following up and checking in and remembering to pray, um, sharing encouragements from the week, um, which maybe we could previously have more left up to the leaders. Not, not always the case. Um, by God's insane grace to Casey, I think many people in church are already doing this. Um, I've found through my time here, like you're an incredibly thoughtful and generous group of people. 
Um, many love to be engaged in our community and I think this is why the elders thought that this was like a good transition for us. It kind of suits us already and would, would be a good next step. Um, and mutual discipleship, like it doesn't necessarily mean that you will totally go out of your comfort zone, not having a leader there. Um, clearly people have different gifts and we're not expecting everybody to fill every single gap that like maybe having a leader not present would, would leave. Um, but together we will all fill those gaps. So I, I do think that it's a cool opportunity because people contribute differently when there is a leader present. You just kind of naturally defer to them, um, leave the responsibility to them. And also in a negative way, I think you maybe even doubt what you might contribute to a group discussion or what insight you might be able to provide because you assume they can do it better. Um, yeah, so it'll, it'll be six or eight of us um, in that group, ideally. That's the ideal number we're working for, um, adults. So it's an opportunity for us to kind of all work together and cover blind spots and fill those gaps together and, and um, yeah, and meet weekly, hopefully, in table communities. Um, I just want to acknowledge that we all have different personalities and starting places. Um, so some this format change will feel like a big faith step. Others it might feel really natural. But I think it's also, when there's a new role presented, it's kind of an exciting opportunity to, to trust God and to step into something new. Um, so I encourage you all to pray for boldness, to pray for your group, and to ask God to help you understand the roles that you could play in taking a greater level of responsibility for each other. Um, and I did just want to provide one example, um, which you might not initially think of as somebody mutually discipling one another. Many of you would know Esther Watson. She is like one of the most encouraging women I've ever met. And she like prays for you and follows up with you. And then she sends you a text like <laughs> just throughout the week. Um, and I just find that so incredibly powerful. Um, and it's such a humble and beautiful way that she blesses others. It's like really nice to be cared for by her. Yeah. Um, so as fellow disciples, we are to love one another, um, remind one another of truth. We share God's goodness with each other. We also rebuke one another if it's needed. We hold each other accountable and we keep on pointing to Jesus. One thing we can do that's so powerful is we claim for one another that new identity we've been given in Christ and we remind each other to put off the old self and cast off that sin that so easily entangles. So now we're going to move on to a menti, menti meter, which many of you will have done in 2023. Um, so if everyone wants to take a photo of this, and it'll take you to the menti link. Um, okay, so this is just a little quiz to get to know our church a little bit. Um, so the first question, do you tend to speak up in group settings? Yeah, go ahead and answer. Okay, well, we've got a good mix. I guess me personally, I tend to, I tend to share. I'll speak up in group settings, but not always for the right reasons. <laughs> I personally feel quite uncomfortable in silence. <laughs> so I'll just say something useful or not. Um, so if, you're, if you fall into these camps, the, the second or the third question, so someone else goes first or if it's needed or useful, like, or not usually, you could help me 
and produce my anxiety at the silence and stop me sharing like a meaningless... Anyway, that's just my personal <laughs> experience of this. Um, shall we head on to the next question? I'll, get, I'll read it first just because um, it takes some thinking. So what might your... So the next question is, what is your main hesitation in providing feedback to your fellow believer? Okay, so the question again, what is your main hesitation in providing feedback to your fellow believer? This is really good. Thank you, everybody. Okay, causing offense is pretty big. Um, saying the wrong thing, yep. Rejection, hurting feelings, fear, being inexperienced. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb. <laughs> being misunderstood. Yeah, thank you. These are um, really awesome answers and we can actually keep them up there I don't need to go back to the slides um, yeah so I'm just going to talk to a couple of these uh, I definitely feel like I'm inexperienced or not like qualified to say something um, I've, I've noticed in myself that I'm very comfortable outsourcing deferring certain responsibilities to the professionals <laughs> um, for example like if I know a Christian friend really needs to be encouraged in a certain truth like instead of me telling them I might share like a poignant preach <laughs> um, with them or an Instagram post or, um, or I'll like suggest they go meet with one of the elders or maybe one of those like, holy, like holier friends. You, do you know what I mean? Like those friends who they just, know, they just know. Like I know we all have direct lines to Jesus, but they just feel like it's a constant, whatever, speed dial, Siri, Alexa situation where they're just so in tune. Um, so, yeah, rather than me doing the talking, I'll kind of let somebody else. Um, and I wonder if, I, I suppose, people can relate to that tendency to kind of outsource. So, yeah, I think there's a number of reasons we do this. Nervous of offending, being wrong. Um, you don't feel qualified enough. Um, but, friend, can I just encourage you that there is a role for you in the life of your fellow believer that will help to build them up. Um, I really like this Hebrews verse that says, encourage one another daily as long as it is called today so that, you may be, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I like it because the language is just funny how it says as long as it's called today because that's going to be true every day forevermore. Um, but on those days, which is every day forevermore, you should encourage your friend. Um, and so the reason why you would encourage them is so that they wouldn't be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Um, encouraging one another. Like, that's possible. Um, we can do that in each other's lives, and, and that's one big aspect of mutual discipleship. Um, and it is, it is encouraging to provide feedback to people. It shows that you're listening, that you're involved in their lives, that you care for them, um, that, you, that you want the best for them. Um, what Jesus wants for them, not just what you want for them. <laughs> um, and then... Finally, I, I noticed another barrier that I kind of have, which is, oh, Caleb, Caleb is now the trending, <laughs> the trending hesitation. Caleb, you might have to come and do some explaining. <laughs> um, 
Um, yeah, so I think my second biggest barrier is disqualifying myself. It's probably related to the first one, but some of us recently read this book that was called Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands. The subheading to the book was People in Need of Change, Helping People in Need of Change. Um, and I find that idea very, like, freeing. Um, so, yeah, we're all on this sanctification journey, and none of us is there yet. Um, we're all people in need of change. And yet, through the Holy Spirit... He wants us to help other people in need of change. Um, so don't wait until you've, le- until you've reached this kind of perceived level of maturity um, to become a discipler of another. Um, but do pray that God will use you and will give you insight and wisdom for the sake of blessing and building your spiritual family. Um, yeah, so we do each have blind spots. We struggle with different sins, different temptations in different areas of our lives but we also each have unique gifts, strengths, insights, and also experiences and testimonies that we can share that will help one another. Um, So surely one of the reasons that God gives us the experiences that he gives us or certain understandings or certain interests or insights, um, maybe somebody loves a certain book of the Bible at the moment. It's like, maybe that's for you. Maybe that's for someone else as well. Um, Yeah, so we can build up the church. So please be encouraged. Um, Oh, yeah, and as an example of how we can do that, we're going to go to another mentee, final mentee of the day. (laughs) Um, The question... Oh, I think we need to show another QR code, if that's okay, Brian. The reason we have to show another QR code is because I'm cheap and signed up for the free version, and they don't let you do more than two questions. (laughs) Okay, so what is one truth you find encouraging about God? All right, hope that's been enough time for people to enter some answers. And this was just to demonstrate that in this short time together, we've been able to encourage one another with all these amazing truths about God. And that's a key component of mutual discipleship. So, um, so from this short session, we've learned all these things. Like we can read all these things and be so encouraged. His love won't give up. Um, He cares for me. He knows. He's our father. He's good. He has unending love for us. He never leaves. Um, He is enough. He's faithful. He's loving. He's faithful. Um, Frees us from sin, full of grace. Um, And even this can be encouraging in this setting, but think of how much more encouraging saying this to somebody who's going through a specific season or hard time or or good time um, it will be because you know them and you're addressing it to them personally. So I, I kind of just wanted to demonstrate it's not, if you're intimidated by it, it's not as intimidating as maybe you might imagine. Um, okay, well, we're going to head into some groups. So um, these are our questions. You've already seen two of them. Sorry. Our questions will be up soon. You've already seen two of them. Um, the final question I'm sort of tacking on the end is, can you share a time when you were blessed by mutual discipleship? So, for example... Is there a group discussion or has somebody followed up with you, as I mentioned about Esther, um, or for bonus points, <laughs> have you been blessed by a mutual disciple um, who's, who's yeah, through a rebuke um, where, you, where you've needed correction or redirection? Um, so we're going to break into our groups and do that. We're going to do that until 11.05, so just 10 minutes. And then if anything particularly stood out, if there's a testimony you'd like to share, then we'll come back together and do that for the final five, and then Jib will take us to communion. Okay, so please turn your seats around um, into sort of smaller groups. Um, 
if we're following the TC model, about eight adults in each group, and you don't have to stay where you're sitting, you can move around, so yeah. All right, summer camp. This is where I need my whistle. <laughs> Let's bring it back together. And um, yeah, I just love hearing all your discussions and hate to interrupt them, um, so please continue them afterwards. I just thought I'd open it up if anybody would like to share something they found encouraging from, from that time that they think would encourage the church. Please, um, please come on down. Did anybody have some good examples? Or I know. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> The spread, yeah. <coughs> yep, 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 agree. Useful for me. Yep. Is anybody, any groups on this side? Yeah. Uh, I think for us it was about relationship, um, having, you know, building relationships with people, mm-hmm. um, you know, and uh, people helping people through hard times, people helping people with big growth and development. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think personally it was like I built friendships from when I was young to people that we, 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 we in a sense, we should discipled each other and that friendship has lost decades, right? And I think that's a, a thing that it's good about when people mutually disciple and it's, it's a, a mutual thing because you build relationship and it builds openness, honesty, honesty vulnerability, um, you know, because people know you who you are. Um, I think that's really helpful. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Thanks. Any other insights anyone wants to share? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. That's great. That's great. Um, well, thank you so much for um, everybody contributing this morning. I really appreciate it. And I hope it's made you excited for... Um, table communities this year, but also just stepping into that role of mutual disciple more. Um, Yeah. So we just all live under God's grace and by his Holy Spirit, he uses us in each other's lives. So please remember to continue to step into that. Um, And I'll hand over to Jib now. We're going to take communion together. Thanks.